0: Welcome in to DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by the American Raptors at Infinity Park. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. My name is Jake Schwanitz. I am, of course, joined by Ryan Konigsberg. Big weekend, Ryan. How you feeling?
1: Feel great, man. Feel great. You know, I feel like I got a little bit faster as the buffs <laughs> got a little bit faster.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, they did. Uh, let's just lead right off with it then. Um, we kind of had a video come out on Saturday when this news broke, but Dylan Edwards, four-star running back, originally committed to Notre Dame. Two days later, he commits to Coach Prime and in CU.
1: Incredible, incredible. And it only takes about twelve seconds of watching <laughs> yeah. Dylan Edwards' film to say, "Oh." This guy has it uh, when it comes to speed. He is insanely explosive. If you didn't watch the video that we put out this weekend, you can go check it out after the show. We kind of broke it down a little bit, but also played some of his tape uh, in the background there. And you watch this kid just absolutely destroy tackling angles. Like several plays where it just looks like, oh yeah, they're going to catch him and he just accelerates past the angle um and i'm really impressed i don't think i did talk about this in the video with the way that he's able to patiently find a gap take one cut and just take off um i think it's one of the second or third clips on the on the uh highlight tape but he kind of slow he gets a return and he kind of slowly jogs up to the wall of people and then he finally just sees one and just like and he's gone
0: (laughs) It's like If you watched football last night, the Tyreek Hill touchdown where you just saw him pick up the ball and you knew how much space was at the top of the screen. You're like, oh, this is a touchdown. Yes. He's got that kind of speed. Um, He is the first four star player to commit to Colorado since that 2020 class where they had four of those guys. By the way,
1: none of those guys were here this year.
0: Nope. Um, He is also first four star commit for this class that gets Colorado on the board in terms of four slash five stars. Um, they weren't on the board before him, so now they finally joined the rest of the Pac-12. Uh, Kale, there was a tweet I sent you of when he committed. Um, Dion is just, I mean, you could see it in his face. He's smiling, super happy. Uh, <laughs> there you go, right there in front of the NFL logo. In front of logo. the NFL wall, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Um, I was trying to think of like who he reminds me of, who he, whose vibes he gives me. The first one that came to mind was Darren Sproles, Mm. but he even feels a little bit like faster in a straight line. I don't know what Darren Sproles ran in the 40, to be honest. Um, Darren Sproles used to torment the Buffaloes when he was at Kansas State, and that was the first name that jumped out to me, especially because you can use him in all those different roles. Um, We talked about this in the video, but like this offense is all about getting guys in space and this guy if you get him in space is just gone Mm -hmm. Um, and and one more thing I want to add about this uh, in terms of just Dylan Edwards and his speed. I feel like 4 three speed has become normal in conversations about football because it feels like almost every guy that's going into the NFL draft and is going to be a high pick runs 4 three speed. There is a massive difference. Between a twenty-one-year-old going into the NFL draft or a twenty-two-year-old going into the NFL draft, and a 17-, 18 year eighteen-year-old kid going into his freshman year of college, if you run a four-three now, the speed that he is going to be able to develop uh, as he gets on campus and you know grows up is—it's mind-boggling. Like guys don't run four-threes at this age.
0: Absolutely. Uh, someone in the comments said DeAnthony Thomas. I think that's mm. a great comparison. Mm. Uh, Bryson also says he's known prime since he was four years old I thought that was really interesting too I think that really played into why he committed Decommitted from Notre Dame and committed to Colorado in just two days This is from on three Edwards talked to them shortly after he committed he said Mm. Dion just called and said we need some dogs Some dogs here (laughs) And I want you to be the first to come in the 23 class He said I want you to start this thing off We can be great I already know he's going to put the ball in my hands And so that's what he said I'll put the ball in your hands for you to be great, and I want you to do it, do it with me. If you know he's Deion Sanders, that's what you have to do. These guys love each other.
1: Oh man, that fires <laughs> me up. I love it. They just called. It. I need dogs. <laughs> you're one. Let's yep. go. Like Dylan Edwards is like, you're right. I am. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> um, there was another commitment that came over the weekend too, uh, Kale. If you want to pull that tweet up, you can mute it. though. Wait, there's some music. Hit go the
1: down. other Dylan Edwards quote. Um, from On3, or no, it was from the Athletic article. You know which one I'm talking about? No. Uh, Dylan Edwards said something along the lines of, like, every recruit in the nation is on flip watch.
0: Yes, uh, Kale, we have that uh, tweet also. It is the second one down in the middle. It's from On3Recruits, if you could pull that up.
1: There we go. (laughs) Yes. The the, the quote on the graphic is, nobody is safe in this situation recruiting-wise. I want to just kind of start using the hashtag nobody is safe because (laughs) Prime's going after everyone's recruits. And I actually believe Dylan Edwards when he says, like, everyone in the nation is on flip watch because if Deion Sanders calls your phone, you're going to pick it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if he texts you, you're going to, like, your eyes are going to get real big. Like, it doesn't matter who in the country we're talking about. This is Coach Prime we're talking about. And anyone who he calls is going to at least, Give it a long, hard thought and maybe consider coming to visit Boulder uh, before they say no, which I still, I know I'm biased. I cannot imagine someone saying no.
0: It's going to be very <laughs> hard for them to say no. I've started putting hashtag flipwatch flip on my watch. tweets for uh, players that have already committed that have been offered by Prime because, as you said, they're absolutely listening. Another commit that we got though was Asad, Wasim, uh, Kale, we have a clip there. You can mute the music. Um, But, um, yeah, he is a three-star recruit. Um, He had insane stats as a senior last year. There's a – someone tagged me in a highlight video that they put together just of his high school stuff that I retweeted. It's one-handed catches. It's just – I don't know how he's a three-star recruit, honestly. Maybe it's the size, but...
1: Yeah, and it's funny. Someone watched the tape before I did, and they said something along the lines of, like, it's mostly screens and flies. Um, And the funny thing about that is that's a big part of this offense. Um, It's not all of it, and I've talked before about how you kind of need to have wide receivers who understand spacing and understand where gaps are going to be in certain zones if they get a certain look. Um, But with that being said... You can do a lot of damage on screens and flies uh, in this offense. And development is going to be a big part uh, of what this team needs to do here. Not quite as much as it used to be, Mm -hmm. um, because you're going to get a much lower or much higher base level of talent coming in. But he's impressive, man. Super athletic, um, super like the ball skills. or, Or maybe one of the more impressive parts is just you know reading balls in the air, reacting like you said with some of that one-handed catch stuff it's it's a it's a fun tape
0: it is very fun he had 73 receptions for one thousand three hundred fifty-three yards and 16 touchdowns as a senior
1: that's 18 and a half yards per catch
0: insane cu beats out arkansas cincinnati and tennessee among 15 other schools For the Florida native, I mean, the reach is Dylan Edwards, I think, was a Midwest kid. Yep, Kansas. Uh, Kansas. You get a guy from Florida now in Asad Wasim. Yep, second Um, in
1: Florida in receiving
0: yards. Yes. And this is not even including all the other guys that have been offered and stuff so far.
1: Yeah, and this is like a, a funny thing that was kind of... People are so used to having regular conversations when it comes to a coaching hire. So this was one of the ones, it was like, well... Does Deion Sanders have recruiting ties in California and Texas and, you know, whatever? And it's like, it doesn't matter. No. It, like, it really doesn't. It normally does. Right. You know, if they were hired a Ryan Walters, you're saying, okay, well, what's the tie, this, that, and the other thing. And they will still be careful. Like, the wide receivers coach that they just hired, and the name is escaping me right now, he has California ties. So, like, you like to have that in the bag, right, because you want someone who has a connection at a high school? Who says, "Hey, yeah, you should go see him." You know, um, that's the head coach there, and um, get a plug in with him. Whatever you want, Bartalone. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Um, you want those ties, but it really like this is a different ball game for what I was just saying. Dion, Coach Prime Sanders hits your phone. You're not thinking about any of that stuff. You, uh, like I said, the first guy uh one commitment said something along the lines of like i didn't even know where boulder was and it's like yeah it just because it doesn't really matter anymore so um the the recruiting is truly national Mm -hmm. they're just they're not even recruiting areas they're recruiting
0: players absolutely and they deserve to i mean might as well when you have this amount of power behind coach prime can you pull up the tweet from Tyrese Chambers, Kale? Because this was a big recruiting weekend for CU. Of course, we got the two commits. <laughs> but, man, they pulled out all, this, all the So We got the GT40. I don't know what car is on the right there. It's um, a
1: Jag, I believe. I think so. Um, um, yeah, and this is another thing. Um, so who was it? Oh, someone tweeted at us today asking about the Charles Kelly situation. Oh, yeah. and what's he doing? And I said, Deion Sanders is our coach. I literally can't be bothered by anything. Well, here's another one. Because I knew it as soon as I saw the picture, someone somewhere, and I, I get it, someone somewhere was going to say, what are we doing with a red car on the field? <laughs>
0: right.
1: I just can't be bothered. I just don't care. Sure, would I prefer it to be black and gold? <laughs> Maybe. Um, you know, uh, For those of you who don't know, we hate red around here. That, yep. that's, uh, that's Nebraska. We've just been born and raised that way. And I just, I just don't care anymore. Just do what you got to do. If, you know, Red sports cars look cool. Take pictures with them. It looks dope. If that's what it takes, do whatever it takes.
0: I mean, the recruits are there wearing black and gold anyways. Exactly. It's fine. Um,
1: But it is, I mean, that's a new one for me. I I haven't (laughs) seen cars on the field before. (laughs) Right. um, And I'm actually very familiar with a huge CU donor who has the most impressive collection of cars, like maybe you could possibly have, uh, one of the more high-up donors. I assume they came from him. I assume each weekend there's just going to be a different set of incredible cars sitting there on the field uh, if they found that to be successful. So, you know, I'm talking about warehouses on warehouses full of vintage cars.
0: Folsom Field's going to turn into a parking lot for the better. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, obviously a big recruiting weekend this last weekend. Coach Prime is still coaching Jackson State where his focus will be this week as they head into the Celebration Bowl. But this is another big weekend for CU. Um, I've heard rumblings that there's going to be many more recruits there this weekend and that it's just going to be much more active. I'd expect probably more than two commits that we've seen. You've seen some or heard some stuff too.
1: Yeah. So one thing I really want people to understand is how fast they pulled together this last recruiting weekend. And a lot of the guys in there were unofficial visitors from Colorado who they could just call up and say, hey, Would you like to come down to Boulder this weekend and, you know, see what we're we're doing here? Um, A couple of other ones were official visits. Um, Victory Johnson used the new rule, which is that if a coaching staff changes, you can can take a second official visit to that school, um, which obviously he reaffirmed his commitment, his brothers coming in as a preferred walk-on. Um, which is pretty cool. You got victory and champ, mm-hmm. uh, which great job by uh, the family there. The that is deal, a, yeah. that is just, it, it just smells like success. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like, you know, you I think you had seven or so official visitors, a couple other um, unofficial visitors that was all put together in a matter of days. You know, coach prime was introduced on Sunday of last week. They had those guys, they had those guys in there on Friday. So, That's difficult to do, to put together a whole recruiting weekend in one week. This upcoming weekend is a different story. Um, This has kind of been the one that they've been pointing to. Coach Prime said in one of his interviews, I'm going to head back to Colorado and give them the biggest recruiting weekend they've ever had in the history of the school. And I believe him, uh, especially from some of the rumors I've been hearing. One quick thing before we fully move on to next weekend that I want to mention about this last weekend. Blake Purchase was there. That dude is a freak. Um, four-star commit. Or yes, four-star recruit. Four recruit out of Cherry Creek uh, who is currently committed to Oregon. We saw the article in the Denver Post before Coach Prime was hired that essentially said, yeah, if Dion goes to Colorado, I'd have to reconsider. And clearly by the fact that he was in Boulder this last weekend, um, he it, it followed through on that in his reconsidering and – this one could be one of those ones where you just don't hear anything for a minute and then it pops. I'm hoping that's what happens. um He's been very quiet, nothing on social um you know didn't do like all the like hype picks like the ones that yep. we mentioned, just kind of feeling it out I think um but after you know it's it's so weird because recruiting has been such a drag for a while around here um that you just you know you see a four star kid out of Colorado, you don't even think that they're going to end up here watching that tape goodness gracious that is a man uh who i have a feeling this staff really wants because i think it would set a new tone for recruits in colorado and obviously they're going to go after the best so i'm keeping an eye on this one um i think they're gonna he might get the uh the full court
0: press uh, just while we're talking about Oregon linebackers, Justin Flo entered the transfer portal. He was a five-star recruit a couple years ago. Yep. Um, but on Tyrese Chambers, we showed that picture. He actually did not commit yet. But when you post a picture like that, I mean, that's a pretty strong sign, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys do this stuff when they go on their visits because you just get to take really dope pictures yeah. that get tons of likes and tons of interaction and make you know your Instagram grid look cool. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that at all. So I don't want to read too much into it, but um, I think I think the dominoes are going to start to fall very soon. I love this comment in here from Jay Sanders: "Quit my job and enter the transfer portal." Thanks to Dion. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've seen a lot of that on Twitter. It's made my job a little difficult with uh, yes. all that, but it's it gets a laugh almost every time.
1: There I was know. one that like looked really believable. I was like, "Who's this?" Like uh, blessed to be offered by Coach Prime. <laughs> yeah. It was like just some guy. <laughs>
0: Uh, maybe slow those down a little bit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, but shout out to our friends over at GameTime. They're the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows, Buffs basketball fans, Buffs football fans. I mean, you better get on this quickly if you are wanting to come to Boulder or go on the road for any Buffs game this year. GameTime, as you covered there, though, if you love DMVR, then you'll love GameTime. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the GameTime app and scored the best seats to all your favorite events. Also, shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL, where new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. The Broncos, did, they went over, didn't they?
1: Oh yeah, well over. And covered the spread. Damn it, man. You know why, though? <laughs> why? I was trying to figure out, how did the Broncos play so well yesterday? And then I watched the well-off media video where Coach Prime was at La Peep, or Le Peep <laughs> yes. yesterday. The, the waiter there was wearing, or the manager there was wearing a Broncos shirt. And Coach Prime said, good luck to your Broncos. We're praying for them too. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's how we did it. That's how we scored 28 points. Please keep praying for the Broncos, Coach Prime.
0: Oh, I love that. Coach Prime is just a blessing in all regards. <laughs> um, do you have a pick of the week this week yet? Or can we wait till tomorrow?
1: I would take the under in the Broncos game. Under in the Broncos Um, game.
0: Who do we have this week?
1: It is the Cardinals. So now we're 11-2 for the under for the Broncos. Um, They're taking on the Cardinals. The Cardinals do have a terrible defense. But with Russ putting it all on the line at the end of the game there, uh, I would assume he doesn't play. So you're going to get Brett Rippon out there. Yeah. I think you're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to where we were in terms of <laughs> low-scoring games.
0: That game could be a comedy of errors. Uh, so we like the Broncos under for our pick of the week this week. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. Place a five dollar bet on any NFL team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, we got a bunch to catch up on. From the weekend we already talked about was that Saturday when we got those commits um, and we had tons of offers come through for guys that were already committed to other schools as coach prime has uh, shown that he's not afraid to do. This is actually uh, a Swain. He is a four star athlete according to 247 sports composite. He's currently committed to South Carolina coach prime and the buffs have offered him he plays both ways and he plays baseball.
1: I love I love it. Um, that has to be a nice sign. Although obviously no baseball program at right. Colorado. Um, I don't know if he was planning on playing for both school or for both teams.
0: I don't know how serious it was. We just mentioned his two four seven bio. So. Right.
1: Um, it was funny. Credit to this South Carolina fan who I saw in that thread, yeah. <laughs> who pulled up a video of when Shiloh committed to uh, play at South Carolina originally, uh, of Coach Prime just talking up uh, South Carolina, I think it was probably before he was even in coaching. Uh, and he's like talking about how great South Carolina was. So they responded to the, to the kids saying, coach prime loves uh, South Carolina. You should stay. So it's like a tip <laughs> of the cap. Nice
0: work. There's another guy that's also committed to South Carolina. He's further up on the timeline. We'll get to him. Some guys who have found new homes though. Kalen Moore, who was a starting cornerback last year for the buffs. He's going to be playing for the Cal golden bears next year.
1: Yeah. Um, Good for him. Uh, you know, nice job uh, landing still in the Pac-12 in Power 5. Um, <clears throat> the depth chart was, you know, going to look tough for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, I don't like seeing people, like, celebrate. There, there's, like, a, too much, like, celebration going on when kids transfer. I don't want to do that. But I, um, So, yeah, all we do is uh, say good luck, except for when you play us.
0: Yes, good luck to Kalen. He was a bright spot this year. Nick Williams is going to be the director of recruiting for the Buffs. Uh, I believe he served in a similar role for Texas A&M. He's already been posted with recruits and pictures and stuff wearing Buffs gear. He's already fully on board.
1: And there's a big um, defensive lineman from Texas A&M in the transfer portal, Elijah Judy.
0: Yep, Elijah Judy. He was offered, I believe, by Coach Prime and CU. Um, and then we also have 2023 four-star wide receiver O'Marion Miller. He decommitted from Nebraska on December 2nd. Mm. Two days ago, he was offered by Coach Prime and CU.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's going to feel good. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, this one, Colorado's not yet offered, but 2024 four-star defensive lineman. Brandon Davis Swain has also decommitted from Notre Dame. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what really happens there. Notre Dame kind of losing some guys at this point in time. Yep. Um. Jackson State, we already kind of mentioned this, but Brett Bartolone, uh, Jackson State offensive coordinator and QB coach, um, his offense at Jackson State ranked number nine or number eight in scoring in the FCS, expected to join Colorado as their wide receivers coach. Uh, he played in the Pac-12 at Wazoo and was also in Nevada before joining Coach Prime's staff.
1: I really like, by the way, just bringing in a guy who has a close relationship with Shador on the coaching staff. Yeah. Um, obviously... No one has a closer relationship with him than Coach Prime, but um, I I feel like sometimes quarterbacks coaches are underappreciated in these contexts. It's just nice to have someone. I know they won't be working quite as closely together, but mm-hmm. just someone that you know Shador trusts, um, and hopefully they bring in another even you know better, more qualified quarterbacks coach to work alongside him. But uh, I, I like bringing him back
0: for sure. Um, and then this is the other South Carolina guy. His name is Isaiah. Jada J A T T A is his last name. I'm okay. probably saying that wrong, um, but he is a JUCO prospect. He played the last two years at Snow College in Utah. Uh, three star uh, transfer recruit this year. He is six foot six, three hundred ten pounds. As I mentioned, currently a South Carolina commit, offered by Coach Prime though. Maybe he was the one that I saw that, and he's a tackle. Yes.
1: Oh yeah. Yep. I tackle. watched a
0: little bit of his highlights that he just like put on his Twitter. Big boy. <laughs> yeah. Very big boy. <laughs> Uh, We got Elijah Judy. He was a massive recruit. I don't think he really got on the field much for Texas A&M. Was a four-star two years ago. Was, uh, I believe, the number nine-ranked player in the state of Pennsylvania. Was an ESPN Top 300 guy. He is in the portal. He's been offered by Prime. Uh, Coach Prime has also offered a 2025 defensive lineman. That's a bit further down the road. His name is Ethan Utley, though, for those interested. Maddox Cop has entered the transfer portal. He was the buffs quarterback for the last game of the season against Utah. Um, played okay. I mean, the team is bad and um, really couldn't have done worse from what we've seen this year. Yep, yep, yep. But he's looking for a new home. I think this is oh, this one came through today. Ramon Davis, a graduate transfer from Vanderbilt, has yeah. uh I believe he's received an offer. he hasn't said so. But he tagged Corey Phillips, um, the former player personnel guy from LSU, and then new coach uh, Darius Darden-Box, who I believe was in some role at Vanderbilt, and now he's uh, director of something or of another at Colorado. A lot of moving pieces. Yes. Uh, anyways, Ramon Davis, last year, 232 rushes, 1,042 yards, five touchdowns. Also had 29 receptions for 169 yards and three touchdowns. Nice big big boy he does oh. not look like a college student
1: that's really interesting and it was one thing that I thought about when they got the Dylan Edwards commit which is I love having that speed but if you if you look back at that Kent State film they also used a big old running back yes uh, and I think part of it is because if you have that size at running back then the defense can't afford to not crash down on a lot of those plays because if you give a numbers advantage to the offensive line with a big back that's hard to tackle it's just like going to end up being five yards you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and that's why that defensive end starts crashing in there trying to you know pull him down from behind right which opens up so much of the RPO stuff in the Sean Lewis offense which by the way you uh you dove into it a little bit more this weekend. I've talked a lot about it. Yeah. You finally had time to dive in.
0: Yeah, I went pretty far back. I watched a game from twenty nineteen. I think I watched two from twenty twenty and then just a little bit of something from last year just because they yeah. weren't as good last year. Uh wow. It is the word that comes to mind is option. It's options yes. on options on options. And I'm gonna write about that. Once this film room goes up, I mean, yeah, you have your normal RPOs, your normal zone reads, but there's like Linebacker, uh, tight ends, like with an option to like take a seam up the yes. up the middle of the field. There's guys coming around on jet sweeps too. I mean, shovel pass options. There's just so much stuff. Obviously, the Baylor spacing that we've already talked about at length plays a huge role in the passing game and the run game. Um, You know, when they do that like double stack formation, and just go way outside. Because they will put them on the sidelines. It's yeah, like the the term someone used
1: in one of the videos is like you, you got to be able to spit on the sideline from where you are. Yeah, like, they will put them. A foot off the sideline on both sides. Yeah. Just force you to put two, you know, two people all the way out there. Now, you know, just simple numbers. You've got seven guys that are anywhere near the play.
0: Yep. It's, it's pretty great. It's pretty awesome. And it's um you're gonna need some smart players, some guys who are really disciplined and pay a lot of attention to all this offseason coaching and stuff because man, I it would take me a long time to really get a handle on everything, everything that you can tag on to each play. As I heard it described, it's they have like, I don't know, just a handful of bass plays, like maybe eight, nine, ten bass plays, but they can just mix and match all of those bass plays in all their different formations, um, options on options, man. It's just, it's insane. I'm really excited to read your assessment of it, because <clears throat> it sounds like you watched even more
1: than I did. And... What I love about it is it puts a lot on Shadour Sanders. Yep. It asks a lot of him. And I just know, one, based on everything we've watched from him, he can handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think his strongest part of his game is the way he thinks the game. Um, But it also tells me Coach Prime believes that he can handle all these options, and obviously Sean Lewis believes that he can handle all these options. Um, And what a weapon he can be with all of that. It is demanding, although, on the wide receivers and the tight ends and the running backs to know all all of the different options that they have as well um it's It's really exciting it's kind of i don't I don't want to speak it out of existence. It's kind of rare uh for assistant coaches to be allowed to do like come on our podcast right. I would kill to be able to have Sean Lewis on this show oh, yeah. and just talk like one thing that maybe some new uh listeners don't know about us is we like to nerd out on football, yeah. I would love to stay here for an hour and nerd out on that offense with Sean Lewis.
0: For sure. It's, I mean, this new age of college football has a lot of these offenses where it's RPO, a lot of, I mean, players on the field making decisions. Yes. But man, he just feels like he's on the cutting edge of it all. Like it is so diverse. Um, I mean, it's, it's not anything I haven't seen, but it's just things are put together that I would have never guessed been put together before.
1: Yeah, it is exactly the concepts not aren't necessarily new. The way that he uses them are special, and that's the reason why he became the youngest head coach. You know, like he yeah. is on the cutting edge. He he was he was hired as a head coach at thirty two. I'm thirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that is crazy to me that he was essentially my age when he became a head coach of a football program. Mm-hmm. Um, so. He's a he is a special talent, and there's no it's it's no wonder why Colorado paid seven hundred fifty thousand dollars just to buy him out of his contract to probably pay him even more than that on a per year basis.
0: Right, um, we got to watch out for all those Kent State guys in the portal too. Uh, do we want to talk about the Charles Kelly thing, or
1: we can? I mean, it it feels like a similar situation to like the. Jackson State players, right? It's right. like they got to finish out whatever they're working on and then they'll come over. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on.
0: That's what it looks like. Um, I don't know. I've only seen that one picture, though, and it's getting a, it's getting spread around quite a bit. So I don't know if we're maybe overreacting to one picture or not. So Yeah, we'll see.
1: Maybe he was putting in the the under-the-table work for the, those players to come to Colorado. Yeah,
0: could be. Um, real quick, though, before we move on the sh- with the show, you guys know we love our Breck Brews. Here at DMVR, you can get... All their stuff at the bar. Uh, we got beers on tap. Um, we got the new Christmas ale. Buddy pass here at the bar. Also, you can also if you're looking for an idea for a beer lover in your family, enter your favorite beer lover into Breck's Nice List sweepstakes at breckbrew.com. Search Nice List in the description. You can also check out their beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a beer near you. Mountain Beach Sour, all that great stuff. Shout out Breckenridge Brewery. Um, Let's open it up, then. Yeah,
1: I want to address something right away uh, about Nike versus Under Armour. This is a conversation. Cale, if you could scroll up a little bit. Someone asked right there, uh, Jim Vaz. uh, Nike, They actually said Nike has one more year with CU. I see Under Armour coming in later. It's actually not true. Um, CU is with Nike through 2025. uh, And according to someone I spoke with this weekend, that contract is going to go through. Um, Now, things always change, but it sounds even more likely that Colorado is going to remain Nike uh, for the foreseeable future. I know Coach Prime has a fantastic relationship with Under Armour, Uh, and if we have the issue of discussing a new contract with Nike or a contract with Under Armour in 2025, meaning that coach prime is still our coach easier yeah we can cross that bridge and i'll be uh, i'll probably be pretty stoked about it <laughs> um but for now it sounds like they're gonna stay with nike and um it sounds like it was you know uh, for lack of a better term pretty cool of coach prime to essentially say hey i've had my issues with nike but i can put that aside um and you know learn to work with them to you know make cu as great as we can be because we're under contract with them right now
0: yep About as good news as you can get on that front. Uh, This is a question from P in the comments. Any news on the strength staff? I haven't seen anything on that yet. Um, When you go back and watch that video where he dresses the Colorado players, he said he didn't make that decision on the strength staff yet.
1: It sounds like that decision has been made. Okay. And it's not going to be the uh, existing strength staff. Okay. So that sounds like, uh, let's see. See if I can find it here in a second. But it sounds like that's going to change um and it was from getting slow loading speeds here um but first step in bringing in a new one um would be moving on from the old staff it's from brian howell today colorado head coach deon sanders will be changing the strength program with the CU buffs as director of football sports performance shannon turley was let go today that was expected after sanders had told players last week they would probably not have the same strength stuff so, so Officially let go today, I would assume that means they're probably ready to name a replacement here pretty soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on that. what um, Woody is asking in the comments, please tell us rumors you're hearing for the weekend. I mean, you already kind of mentioned stuff. So do you have anything else? A lot. A
1: lot of players. that will, <laughs> uh, We can maybe um, get a little deeper into it as the week goes on, but that's what I'll tell you. Um, much, much larger in size uh, in terms of who's coming. Than, uh, than this last
0: weekend. I've heard similar things. Um, Kale, do we have any other questions marked? Or Super Chats? Super Chats. Nothing specific,
1: but... Yeah, I mean, if anyone has any questions, we can <coughs> get into that a little bit. Uh, if anyone wants to drop them now. If you want, to, uh, you want to tease up when uh, when you're going to drop that Sean Lewis film room.
0: Yeah, so film room will be up um, at the morning at the latest. Um, we'll try and get it up tonight, but uh, plan on the morning if you're looking for that Sean Lewis film room. It'll be retweeted all over on my Twitter at Jake DMVR. Also take a look at DMVR Buffs on Twitter. And then, of course, just go to thedmvr.com if you just want to refresh the site and wait for it to pop up.
1: Yep, you guys have been awesome. Uh, last week, mm-hmm. three, uh, all three of the top viewed pages on the website were Buffs articles. Yeah, you guys
0: have been killing it. <laughs> Shout out to the viewers and listeners. Uh, numbers up across the board. You can throw that up, Kale. When is the spring game? We haven't heard this yet. Um, of course, Coach Prime and a lot of his staff still coaching the Celebration Bowl uh, this weekend. So keep that in mind. He's not fully CU's head football coach yet. Um, well, I guess he kind of is. He's just doing double duty at the moment right now. Um, but after this weekend, I'm sure we'll get a lot more details just on offseason stuff. But on spring game, uh, just wait and see. It may take a while. Interview with Deion Sanders Jr. That's a question, actually. What do I call Deion Sanders Jr. when I see him? Because I saw him in the hall the other day. And I was like, do I call him Deion? Do I call him Jr.? Do I call him Bucky? I would
1: ask him, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what do you like to go by? Um, that would probably be the best. I was thinking about it last night that we should have him on this show. Hell yeah. Um, I think it would be super cool and kind of talk about his approach to, you know, creating content and, you know, the just the interesting, like, I want to know the thought process that goes into, I know they, they're not afraid to post anything. I just want to know, like, are you thinking when you post something like, oh, this one, this one is going to get people riled up?
0: Um, I actually got a DM on the Buffs account today. I meant to tell you about this, but this guy was asking kind of about uh, the impact of Coach Prime, his staff, and just the social media presence they have and everything. Uh, We could put something together that's more concrete. But, yeah, I mean, socials have been through the roof not only for us but for the football program and CU in general. And it's a huge thing for this team and just this new age of college football and NIL.
1: Yeah, and I love it because it's the drum that I've been beating – over and over and over again for, I don't know, what feels like decades at this point, but it's about how football is the number one greatest advertiser for your university. Mm-hmm. And don't get it twisted. Every All boats are being lifted by this rising tide that's being created by Coach Prime. And that means local businesses like us, um, and you know we're, we're in the media, we're even cl- more closely, But, you know, you talk about he's going around to the village and the buff and Lapeep and like show, you know, just creating um, uh, awareness of those places. Yeah. Also indirectly, once the season starts, you know, more people coming into Boulder on the weekends. We've had so many of uh, our, you know, new listeners say, Hey, um, we're, you know, coming in for a game. Can't wait to check out, you know, the, the scene down there that's being lifted. You can Believe that applications are going up, season tickets are going up. It's like the the impact of just Coach Prime showing up. Like the football program hasn't even done anything yet, other yeah. than get some good players, um, it is mind boggling. So I'm glad that people who were were pushing back against
0: that look like idiots now. Right. Shout out to people in the comments saying Bucky. That's what I will call him next time I see him. All right. Um, I saw a video, I can't remember which of the three or four YouTube channels that Coach Prime puts content on, on. but uh, he was talking to the content team at CU and he goes in there and he goes, how many followers are we at? I think they're, they go like, oh, we're at 180 or 185,000 on Instagram. He goes, let's get that to 200. Let's get that today. And I believe that's the day he put the, we're coming the, oh, on yeah. the field video and they shattered it in, a, in just a few hours oh. because of it. his impact there out of control also seeing a lot of comments on Shiloh Uh, we'll see Um, he's got to apply for a waiver I believe because he's already transferred twice Um, so we'll see there stay tuned but if he graduates right but if he graduates he could could grad transfer and I think
1: that would be the uh, the best path
0: yep Um, no more scholarships pulled I mean pretty much I mean who was it Victory Johnson is the one that was from last year's class or is it Champ? It's one of them. One it's, of the brothers is from. was recruited by Mark Smith and Coach Sanford. Yes. And they that,
1: visited again. That is Victory Johnson. Um, watched his tape as well this weekend. And my God, he's 6'4". <laughs> yeah. And he's playing inside linebacker. I know. Um, it's, it's kind of like a sight to behold because he looks like, I don't know, like a defensive lineman. And he's out there just blowing dudes up. The most impressive thing – for me was his explosiveness, like at the point of attack. He doesn't look like he's that foot fast, I guess I would say, because right. I think it's because of his length. You know, when you see Dylan Edwards' little feet just flying, it looks different than a guy who's six four. but he can cover ground. What's crazy is, though, like when he gets there, he lays the wood. Um, and he even plays some tight end, of course, when you have a six four athlete mm-hmm. of that caliber. You're going to put him on offense, too. And they're just like showing these run blocks where he's just targeting dudes and not, not like targeting right. the health. <laughs> right. Just like seeing a guy and just leveling him, just de <laughs> dudes left and right. Um, he's a, he was a fun, a fun one to watch. And yeah, then his brother, Champ, uh, is coming over from Cal uh, to join him. So that'll be cool. And I saw their mom post like how happy she was that they're yeah, both going to be at the same school. Pretty so cool for that family.
0: Uh, what, real quick on Champ. I mean, he didn't really get on the field for Cal, but when you watch Kent State, they have this big... H-back tight end type dude that they use a lot to pull across. Um, yep. Not really much in the receiving game, but huge in the blocking game. I wonder if that's going to be his role. Uh, shout out to Lucius saying Deion Sanders Jr. goes by Osaken also. I saw that in one of his uh, uh Yes, I saw that too. <laughs> in one of his videos. Um,
1: uh, actually, do you want to shout out those three channels? Um, I yeah. saw someone because there are different places to see this stuff, but it is right. really cool. It's unprecedented access from, you know, a media team that you just don't get at other places. Um, and I think it was Prime himself who said something along the lines of, I don't have anything to hide. Yep. Why, why you know, why would I be afraid of us posting anything? I I'm not hiding anything, which I really, really respect because a lot of football programs and coaches are, are hiding a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. <no laughs> uh, doubt.
1: And so, like, they've got the cameras rolling damn near all the time. And you can, you can see this stuff at Reach the People is one of them. Yep. Well-Off Media is the one that I've seen the most. That's Deion Sanders Jr. Stuff from that. And then the pregame show, uh, which is Neely, who a lot of people have asked us to, to have on this show, which we would absolutely love to do, um, who kind of did the pregame show yep. uh, with Coach Prime uh, and one other guy out there in Jackson.
0: Yep. Um, and then reach the people. I watched the video. I think I can't remember who it was, but I think uh, Bucky was kind of describing all the channels yesterday. Reach the people. The guy that runs that is the guy who runs Travis Hunter and Shador's YouTube pages, too. I so love this. Those are five YouTube pages to check out. Go check out Travis Hunter, yeah. Shador Sanders, Reach the People, Well Off Media uh, and the Game show. And us. And us, of course. <laughs> Hit the thumbs up while you're here. Yes. Uh, where's Rob J? Go check out the show from Friday. We talked about 15, 20 minutes with him. It's pretty it was,
1: cool. It was awesome. We, we have ton of respect for him
0: and can't wait to have him on again. Absolutely. Very soon, hopefully. Um, anything else, Kale? Any concrete news on NAL slash booster big contributions? Was the Solik big contribution confirmed, or was that just Jim Beneman tweeting in jest?
1: That was Jim Beneman tweeting in jest. Uh, caught us off guard in the uh, in the uh, heat of dairy. the moment. Yeah, uh, but I did hear. I believe it was actually on three that reported this, um, that there was a two million dollar, quote unquote, base layer put into the NIL program, um, which is significant, obviously. Uh and I loved what the what they said in that video, which is essentially like that is a good base layer. What will really blow this thing up is the corporate sponsorships yep. that come in, like, you know, not to downplay our impact, but like I love doing NIL deals with the players. Uh and we can make a a legitimate impact for them. Just not on the same scale as like Nike kids. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. Uh like <laughs> when those places start coming in, which they will for the caliber of player. Um, that Colorado is going to be bringing in here. That's when NIL gets really crazy. Um, it's huge to have the booster money going towards that, and like I said, with that you know two million dollar donation is a it makes a big difference. But you need the Toyotas uh, and the you know places of that caliber coming in and wanting to do deals with the players that you're bringing in because they're going to be future NFL stars. Right. Um, that's when you really can start just making it crazy for these guys.
0: Someone in the comments is saying T.C. Taylor is the new JSU head coach. I haven't seen that confirmed. I mean, we've been doing the show the last hour, but that is who Coach Prime wants yes. as the JSU head coach once he officially moves on. Um, what is the difference between the early signing period, twelve twenty one and the national signing date, which is February 1st? So it's pretty much the same thing. Yep. I mean, national signing day is just the last day that you can sign for the 2023 class you can sign early on the 21st if you want. I believe that's a three day window. Um, Jimmy says Corey T is confirmed. So TC Taylor, new head coach of JSU. It's
1: good Our, news for those guys. Great news. Uh, I hope, yeah, we'll, we'll have to check on that. And uh, I don't want to, uh, after the Jim Beneman thing, yeah. I'm, I'm hesitant <laughs> to. Uh, not that I don't trust you guys in the comments. Uh, but I hope, yeah, I hope that's the move they make. I think it's the best move um, for them. And, and, um, Kind of keep what you have going, going.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that more tomorrow, once we get out of here and check it out. Any more players in the portal? We already talked about those. Go ahead and rewind segment two. Is that it? That's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, film room will be out by the morning. Um, follow Jake DMVR on Twitter. Follow DMVR underscore Buffs. Follow at Ryan Konigsberg. Until tomorrow, Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs.